Wolf Media presents To Cameron 2020 Stories from the Quarantine The story today DJ Rooster This story takes place hurtling down a highway in northeastern China. To me, it's a story of remarkable inconvenience, coincidence, and surprising human connection. In many ways, it's a perfect metaphor for my experiences of being a foreigner living in China. It begins with a late night flight into the northeastern city of Dalian. I'd gone away for the weekend, and I don't remember why. Probably it was to get some piece of paperwork scribbled on by the correct government official. China's really weird like that. Sometimes you have to follow directions straight to the letter, dotting all of your I's and crossing all of your T's. But then other times, you just wave through immigration and customs because they don't want to deal with the difficulties of talking to a Weigoran, English speaker. Regardless of the reason, I was all by myself. It was late on a Sunday. That meant that tomorrow, no wait, Technically, today was a school day. In about five hours, I had to be up and ready to teach. Jesus Christ. Which meant that the sojourn back to my apartment required a taxi. Ah, <sighs> fuck me. I was now a walking target. Basically all of China, even the big cities like Beijing and Shanghai, has an unofficial curfew. In my city of Dalian, the elevated train lines stop running at, like, 8 p.m.? Well, before my plane touched down. Because of that essential rule of supply and demand, late night was prime earning time for Chinese taxi men. Especially when it came to non-Chinese passengers. Drivers eyed foreigners like hungry sharks. This late at night, the meter was inconsequential, and fares had to be agreed upon before the cab started moving. A foreign passenger meant a rich and confused passenger, one who could afford the upcharge, and probably didn't even understand the exchange rates either. While I was far from a rookie expat, I hate the process of haggling. Even though it's a long time-honored tradition in China, I usually leapt straight into the water and let the first and fastest shark devour me. Plus, every shark knew that they had me over a barrel already. The trip to the sleepy fishing town outside the city was about an hour and change and there almost certainly wouldn't be a return fare. All those types of reasons they gave for the increased price. After attempting to steal myself against the sharks, I blearily exited the airport into the first writhing crowd of drivers who accosted me. Pushing against each other, one driver finally claimed me against the others and happily took my bag, as I agreed to the price with no complaint. He was a black cab driver, not an official taxi. So he had me set up in the front, in the passenger seat. It looks more like you're transporting a friend, and so there's no need to deal with official licenses and all that. Yet another part of China that periodically forgets to dot I's and cross T's. As an attempt to squeeze some positive experience out of this, I tried talking with the driver. 
Like the most boring haiku ever written, I rammed through my three sentences that I knew with my limited Mandarin. Wo shi mei guo ren. I am American. Wo zu zai ni yi. I live in New York. Wo shi lao shi. I am a teacher. The fatal flaw there was that I didn't understand his responses. Conversation died. I resigned myself to cursing my situation. Tired, cleaned out of cash, and dreading the school day to come. The driver fiddled with his music. It was electronic dance music, the kind which is totally pervasive all across China. It sounds the same, usually something like... The driver kept changing the tracks on his CD, though. He kept on switching to the radio, back to his CD, seemingly searching for something in particular. Uh, it continued like this for a while. Until it turned out that I found it. I'm not sure if it was what he was searching for, but I immediately sat up, mouth agape. Raucous rooster cries peeled out over a driving drumbeat and melodious synths. It was absurd, but brilliant and perfect all at once. I was shocked right into hyperactivity. Han hao, I said, pointing the stereo. Han hao. Very good. He grinned and started singing along with the music. Not knowing the words, but also just not caring, I joined him. Two souls, unable to communicate through language, but united in our appreciation and celebration of the electronic dance flawlessness that comes from including a rooster sound effect over and over and over and over again. It was a beautiful moment. DJ Rooster seemed to hit at the exact right moment for the driver, too. We passed the last set of traffic cameras in this stretch. Nobody was watching except DJ Rooster and God. The acceleration hit the floor and we hurtled through the night on an empty highway. I remember another time, also hurtling through the same highway, also late at night. There was no DJ Rooster, but there were some friends, fast asleep, from a night of reverie. Probably some lesser EDM, too, to be honest. I stared out the side window as we passed the last set of traffic cameras that night. I was hypnotized by the speed and the whoosh of the highway as each signpost came and went mesmerized by the rise and fall of the seemingly endless guardrail as my friend slumbered on. I 
also remembered while I was watching, noticing that the curb had started to curve. We and the car stayed straight. It curved, we stayed straight. I remember realizing the driver himself had fallen asleep and calculating the speed and angle of the curve to imagine how far we would fly when we hit it. I remember through fear, shock, or maybe alcohol, my mouth was frozen. All I could do was stare and wait for the inevitable careening off the road. But that didn't happen. The driver in the car woke with a violent jerk that put us right on course and jostled my friends from their sleep. I don't think anyone else besides the driver and I knew how close we were to death that night. A fact I have kept secret until now. However, currently speeding along that same stretch of road, a similar out-of-body experience was taking place. While DJ Rooster crowed on, my mind divided in two. One part of me fully embraced the throbbing drum and the high-pitched wails. My body rocked back and forth, up and down with the music. The other part of me was glancing over the speedometer and thinking, holy shit, this is how I die. When they find our bodies amidst twisted wreckage of glass and metal, the first thing they'll hear is the mad railings of a DJ rooster as it repeats over and over again. But obviously, I didn't die. The drag race section of the highway came to an end, the CD turned over to a far more typical dance track, and the deeply humanizing spell of DJ Rooster was over. We arrived at my apartment, and I added the driver on WeChat, which is China's primary messaging and social media app. Maybe I'll need you for a ride again sometime, I tried to indicate to him. But again, the powerful wall of linguistics, which DJ Rooster had torn down, had been rebuilt in that short time. I don't think I made my meaning clear. I never got a ride from that driver again, but I periodically check his updates still on WeChat. I wonder about him. I wonder if he's playing DJ Rooster for his passengers. I hope he still is. And I like to think that somewhere out there, also hurtling in the night, is another passenger and driver, connected in that dizzying spell of rooster cause. Writer and reader, Jacob Skimmerhorn. Music by Alden McQueen and B-Boy Lan Zhong. Also, I really tried to find the original DJ Rooster track, but unfortunately I couldn't. I think that maybe it belongs to the memory that I have of it now. That epic, perfect dance song.